the set of a show about basketball, murder, and sex in that order, and where Mama said there'd be games like this. It is the Five Takes Podcast. We are back, like us, hopefully, <clears throat> in the second leg, maybe. Oh, so, uh, tough game last night. Um, so tough that Kristen is not here. <laughs> um, she had a little bit of mouth surgery, and uh, I'm still working crazy hours on set, so it's just me today. Uh, so, another abbreviated... Um, quick little pod today, run through the takes, and then I will get back to uh, this silly little show. We are doing, I think the last time I recorded here, we were doing the sex portion. Today we are doing the murder portion. It's going to be great. Uh, before we get into today's takes, i going to thank somebody, Sherwood Chiropractic. Y'all know him by now. If you are in need of chiropractic care, and everybody is, you should go to Sherwood Chiropractic. I personally have been going there for years. They're wonderful, best chiropractic center I have ever been to, and it's a vital, vital piece of your overall health. So give Mindy a call at the office. She's very good about getting you in at the last minute. I think they may be making a couple changes just in terms of like last minute cancellations because it's getting harder and harder because everybody's like coming out of COVID now and going back to doctors and chiropractors. So if you need to cancel like within 24 hours, um, they might work with you like on one time, but like if it's a recurring thing, I think there might be a, a little bit of a fee there. Um, but other than that, they're really good about working with you and getting you in at the last minute. Um, and they're open on Saturdays too. They are closed Sundays and Mondays. Uh, but give them a call at the office. Their number is 404-321-0082. And you can find them on the web at SherwoodChiropracticCenter.com. All right, so some takes. Um, look, Hyman, he was tremendous all night last night. Um, he's having a great season so far. Kind of like how he started out last season and and then dropped off, unfortunately, but to be fair, everybody dropped off last season. Uh, he had a great extended tackle on the 18th, a tremendous half volley strike in the 32nd. His defensive work was outstanding. His off- offensive work was outstanding. He was he was outstanding everywhere. Um, surprisingly enough, I thought he was our most threatening player on the ball. He was tremendous. Number two, um, Dom was. I, I saw the stats on this. Apparently, he he was. Like four for seven or five for seven on the dribble. I just didn't see it. I, I did not see him having success with the dribble at all. I, I'd rather see him playing the ball out in front of him and and then sprinting after it to the end line and then crossing it in or cut in for the dribble at that point, as opposed to like trying to take defenders on uh and dribble them outside the box and cutting in. I don't think that's his strength. Um But then I, I saw the stats, so I was a little Maybe maybe my point of view on that was skewed. I was also watching this while on set last night when I could, running back and forth between set and the cart and trying to catch it. Um, I did record it, but with these crazy hours on the show, I haven't been able to fully rewatch it. But that was my take on, on Dom. Um, Kristen also has some thoughts that she wants me to get to. She was much more negative than I was uh, 
overall in this whole match. I, I take away a lot of positives out of this. Um, I, I know the result isn't what we what we wanted, obviously, but I, I'm excited for the rest of the season. I, I like the style of play that we saw last night, um, but I digress. So number three, um, and actually this kind of leads into it, uh, the first half, this was the most dominant we've seen so far. I'd argue that this is some of the best soccer that we have played in over a year. Philly created nothing. And surprisingly enough, possession was only like 65%. I mean, that's good, but I really felt like it was more, especially in the first half. We still had majority of possession in the second half. Um, we absolutely controlled the game. We dominated the ball. You know, any possession that hashtag no steppy uh, had was mostly in their own end. It, it really was only gifts from us that led to anything threatening from the union. Unfortunately, those gifts were nicely wrapped with a bow on them and hand delivered. So what are you going to do? Um, and they, they opened the gifts. They took, they took advantage of their opportunities, what few they had and capitalized on them. Um, but overall, I didn't think Philly looked ready at all to play a team that wanted the ball. Uh, and if not for Andre Blake standing on his head, you know, we're up two or three goals in the first half easily. Um, but Blake is tremendous and he, he deserves a lot of credit for it. And unfortunately, Philly was able to absorb and survive and later on capitalized. Uh, number four, I did like the Kubo sub after going down goal. I liked Heinze going for it. I know it's risky trying to trying to push for that goal. The risk didn't pay off last night. Um, you know, they got the second and the third and, and that changes everything. But I think I remember Heinze saying in a previous uh, presser that we don't play to draw. And I like that mentality. No, it didn't go our way last night. But I still agree with the decision and the style of play, even though it didn't yield us in the result. Um, the first two goals are just sloppy. I still contend that we have a problem with, with set pieces, in particular corners. That was evident last night. Sloppy goal to give away. The third goal, eh, you know, when you're throwing everything forward, it's going to happen. You're going to get caught out and... It's essentially a PK, <laughs> you know, um, but I, you know, I, I liked what I saw. I'm, I've never been felt so encouraged and hopeful after losing three nil. Um, so I'm good. Um, and that leads me to number five. You know, mama said there'd be games like this. Of course, I'm disappointed with the result. We're all disappointed. Nobody wants to lose like that. We've never lost three nil or by three goals at home. Um, yeah, it's disappointing. It's even more so because, you know, it's Champions League. We've never made it past the quarterfinal. And to lose in your own house and uh, from an an interleague uh, opponent, yeah, it's not good. Um, but I thought our response, response is, after each goal, we're good. We just couldn't finish. It does happen, you know. I don't know what more we could have done to, to get a goal. We found the spaces. We created the spaces. Sometimes it just doesn't come off. Uh, you know, I don't I don't think there's anything more we, we really could have done. The second half wasn't as good. Philly started being conca-caffy and diving all over the pitch. And in particular, that, that little scene at the end, I think it was Martinez that, that went down. And I think it was Moreno 
I believe, that played the ball out. And Heinze was not happy about that. He thought, you know, clearly after we saw the replay, there was no contact on, on the foul and no injury at all. But Moreno did the sporting thing, played the ball out so Philly could get treatment to their guy and they didn't need it. And then they started milking it on the field. He didn't even have the courtesy to, like, get off the pitch after we play it out for you. And that's just kind of ugly. Look, they're they're entitled to do it. You're up three goals. You're going to probably start parking the bus, slash the tires, and light it on fire, which is probably what they'll be doing in the second leg uh, when we go up to Philadelphia. Um, but it's it ain't over till it's over. Look, anything can happen. I.e. last night. Away team got three goals on the home team. Who's to say we can't do that as well? Yes, Philly will park the bus, slash the tires, flip it over, and light it on fire. But we got a couple of fire extinguishers. We got a tow truck. You know, um, how we approach it, I don't know. Do we go for it? Do we just play the kids and focus on league play? Ah, I'm not sure. But it's not it's not entirely over. So we'll see. But anyhow, let's get into um, just a couple of uh, Kristen's thoughts. She was a, a bit more negative uh, than I was. <laughs> I was trying to talk her off a ledge and uh, she was kind of having enough, none of it. Uh, let's see what she had to say. Um, scrolling through we were texting each other last night constantly throughout the game um, I mean she just thought we looked really discombobulated in the second half Union collected themselves in the locker room came out and made us look dumb uh, and they capitalized on our mistakes yeah I, I agree with that um and she thinks the chances in possession we had uh, has to pay dividends. And I agree with that. Or we end up just looking like we run all over the pitch. We look really active going after the ball, but it, it just doesn't yield anything. Um, yeah, I mean, and that can happen. Uh, but I don't know. I just, I'm not trying to look at this thing through rose-tinted lenses. I liked what I saw. It gives me more hope. Um, we created so many chances. We had so many. Um, Blake just, sometimes the keeper's better. Sometimes you just can't get that little final touch. So, I don't know. I'm happy. I, I think it's good. Um, I, I don't I don't have a whole lot of negative things to say. And besides, the theme of this podcast now is, fuck it. Let me be positive. All right, y'all. Hopefully, Kristen's mouth will be healed in a few days' time. And hopefully, I won't be working in a few days' time. And we will be back for the New England Revolution. Talk to you all. (laughs) 